listening to the Rude Horror Podcast with your host, Marcus Rude. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Marcus from the Rude Horror Podcast, and today we're going to be talking about the 1981 slasher Home Sweet Home. This movie is, I guess you would say, considered a Thanksgiving type slasher horror movie so uh i've been meaning to record this and i was hoping to have it recorded before thanksgiving but it doesn't look like that's happening obviously um <laughs> it's uh almost the end of the weekend but i'm just gonna pump it out it's you know close enough i mean thanksgiving weekend isn't quite over yet so we're gonna talk about home sweet home um this movie was also known as Slasher in the House. It's an American slasher film directed by Nettie... I'm going to butcher his name. or Pinia. Pen, it stars Jake Seinfeld, Peter DePaula, and Vanessa Shaw in her film debut. Um, she played, uh, I think her name was Allison in Hocus Pocus. So uh, it's kind of cool to see her play in a uh, early 80s slasher film you know she was just a tiny little girl but I mean, nonetheless she was in it um, let's see the pretty much the plot focuses <clears throat> on a PCP addicted killer and he terrorizes a family in the remote home on Thanksgiving now I was a little not really upset, but I was a little disappointed that the killer was just a regular-looking dude. I mean, he kind of made it look like uh, the Hulk from, uh, oh, what's what's his name, from, like, the the old uh, Hulk TV show. But, I mean, you know, not quite like him, but just kind of reminded me of him. But he didn't wear, like, a mask or make himself look unique, like, some of the other slashers would. He just looked like a regular old Joe Schmo, maybe a bodybuilder, but he's high on PCP and I guess is going on a rampage. And um, yeah, so uh, definitely a, a bummer on that. Um, as far as how he looks and stuff like that, but I mean his kills were okay, and like. Like, I'm going to touch up on it. I mean, this is an okay slasher, and this is my opinion. <clears throat> and also, there's going to be spoilers in this, so if you don't want to hear spoilers, then shut this off, watch the movie, and then come back. Or just don't listen to it. I don't really care. <laughs> but, um... So, uh... The movie got a 3.6 out of 10 on IMDb. And... Uh, I'm not really sure what it got on uh, Letterbox, but it's it's mediocre, man. I mean, I I gave it a two out of five on Letterbox, and I don't think my opinion is gonna change on. It. I think I'm gonna probably stick with a two out of five. Um, there's this. I mean, the, I didn't really watch the greatest quality version of this, but uh, just. Uh, I don't know. It was just a mediocre slasher. 
mean, I'm sure there's probably a lot of big fans out there that love this, but uh, I mean, I wasn't really um, a big fan on it. But uh, that's that's why I do these podcasts so I can watch these movies and uh, tell you what I think about them. And uh, um, especially just because around this time was uh, kind of a surgence of slasher films. I mean, this is 81, so, I mean, they're already pumping out Halloween, Friday the 13th. And speaking of Friday the 13th, I thought the theme song to this and some of the, some of the songs in here just reminded me of Friday the 13th. Like, it wasn't like, you know, sound for sound, just like Friday the 13th, but some of it really sounded like they're trying to capitalize on the whole Friday the 13th bandwagon. Um, but, I mean, it's a good slasher, so I would uh, probably would have done the same thing. Um, let's see. So... Um, pretty much this, this guy, like I said, he, he's on PCP, he was in, institutionalized, um, after killing his parents, <laughs> um, he, he carjacks somebody, and then he runs down an old woman, and, uh, the scene where he runs down the old woman was like an Austin Powers scene, like the the steamroller scene it's like it kind of goes back and forth with the characters and she's just standing like ah i'm thinking man like just get the fuck out of the way but uh doesn't end up that way and her blood on the windshield ends up being the most indestructible blood on a car i've ever seen after just because later on he tries to spray the windshield with water and a hose and uh it's almost like it's like paint or something like dried up paint because it does not even come off the windshield at all so i thought that was kind of funny that it's just some indestructible blood um then he's just kind of driving um i guess to escape the city is what his whole idea was i mean i'm not really sure exactly what his end game was because he ends up on the outskirts of Los Angeles where there's nine people gathered at a ranch to celebrate Thanksgiving. And uh, there's uh, a tenant named Scott and his girlfriend Jennifer. Um, there's no wine in the house, so uh, Scott and Harold's girlfriend Linda and her friend Gail borrow Scott's car and go get some while uh, while Jay cuts off the power to the uh, house I'm not really sure what if that was supposed to like set the mood to swoon these girls I don't know what, exactly what that was all about but then he turns on the emergency generator or Harold turns on the emergency generator and um, leaves to go get some more gas for it because it's a gas-operated generator. 
obviously there uh, <laughs> um, and then uh, here goes to try to take the battery out of the car Jay slams the hood down on him and crushes his skull Jay is uh, the uh, the PCP killer I should mention um, this scene was, was uh, I don't know why I kind of laughed just because of uh, when he jumps on the hood of the car, it slams um, Harold's skull in there. It it made like a, a funny ash like crunch sound, even though like I don't know, just the visual of it was just hilarious. And I can't believe that it, it killed him, but uh, I guess it did. Cause he dead, he's a goner. And. Uh, then Jay severs the telephone line, so there's no way for them to communicate to the outside world. Um, then later on, um, Wayne goes outside to look for Harold, and he gets killed by Jay, who was hiding in the backseat of Wayne's car. So he's a goner. Um... Then we go to Linda and Gail who become, they become lost and they run out of gas. And they get stopped by these cops and they, I guess, go to give them a ticket because they were speeding. And uh, they end up running out of gas anyway, so I guess some speeding just uh, caught up with them. Because uh, the cops let them off with a warning because uh, they had a thing for the girls. And then the girls kind of mentioned, ooh, the guys are kind of cute, blah, blah, blah. Nothing really ever happens with that, though. That's, that's as far as it went. And, uh... She mentioned, who was, who was the guy that uh, was playing the guitar? I forgot what his, what his name was. But, uh... He kind of looked like a mime. He, you know, he was like a clown mime because he was doing uh, magic tricks in front of the little girl, and she was getting a kick out of it. And uh, but he's got like this uh, backpack with like a wireless receiver, or, like a battery-operated speaker or something like that. And he's just running around playing little guitar licks, and uh, everyone just gets annoyed by him. But. Uh, Oh, here comes my daughter. Um, every once in a while, my wife would pop in, and she'd see what's on the TV, and she thought that uh, he looked like the Terrifier. <laughs> She's like, oh, look, it's the Terrifier. I'm like, yep. <laughs> what are you doing? Apologize. I have a little visitor here. Nope. Leave that alone, please. Um, anyways... Um, yeah, I forgot what his name was, but um, his death was pretty unique, too, when uh, he gets electrocuted by two severed cables that shot out electricity. And he, uh, Jay the Killer just kind of shoved him into his guitar and let off this cool-looking uh, 80s-style elect electricity, like visuals, like it's kind of like the blue... I, you know, I don't know what that's called, but like, when like uh, the lightning bolts and stuff like that look blue, um, how they edited that in, it, you get to see that in this movie. And 
shocks him to death. It was kind of a kind of a chuckling death. I know that sounds bad, but it was just kind of <laughs> one of them kind of deaths. Um, uh, please stop, please. Um, and then uh, where are we at? Sorry about this. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jay slams Gail's head into a rock and stabs Linda to death with a broken bottle. Then uh, afterwards, Jay returns to the house where the remaining guests and member of the Bradley family have sat down to a turkey dinner. And that's the Thanksgiving part in there. Just got to tie in that turkey dinner. And later on, we see when uh, Wayne's girlfriend, Maria, goes to the washroom, Jay stabs her. Then he proceeds to chase Harold's son, Mistake. I guess that's his name. And he's a Kiss Army soldier. That's what he is. That's where the face paint comes in, the guitar playing. But he does little magic tricks every once in a while. Stop, please. Um, let's see where we at. Um, Scott discovers Maria's body while collecting firewood, runs back to the ranch and secures a building with Jennifer and Harold's young daughter, Angel, which is Vanessa Shaw. Jay manages to break inside, and as he tries to strangle Scott, Lenore, stop, please. Stop Lenore. Oh my gosh. She does not let me want to do this. I'm sorry. <laughs> um. Um, I'm just going to wrap this up real quick just because she is giving me a fit. I'm so sorry, guys. Um, and uh, Jay manages to break inside, and as he tries to strangle Scott, Jennifer wounds him with the knife. So we get our little final girl action in here. Jay recovers, though, and slits Scott's throat and pursues Jennifer, who faints while hiding in Scott's room. I just I don't understand how... If you get a killer coming after you, I mean, I guess in the moment, I don't know. I don't know if I would faint, but... Um, in the morning, Jennifer awakens and is assaulted by Jay when she ventures outside. And all of a sudden, a pair of police officers arrive to the situation by Angel. So, of course, leave it to the little girl to the rescue and get the cops. But uh, they pull up and blast Jay with a shotgun and a handgun. But the shotgun is what ultimately puts him down. As one of the officers places Jennifer in his car with Angel, the other checks on Jay, who opens his eyes. So, of course, it doesn't kill him. The PCP maniac does not die by gun bullets. So, I don't know. Will we ever get a sequel? Uh, <laughs> probably not, but you never know. With all these slashers coming back, like Halloween, Friday the 13th, maybe. Um, 
And then apparently maybe Nightmare on Elm Street we might begin a reboot of that. Haven't really heard much information on that stuff, but who knows? Maybe they'll look back on this like, hey, let's make Home Sweet Home again. Remake. People would love that. I mean, hey, we're getting Black Christmas remade by Blumhouse. Maybe Blumhouse would do it. I don't know. I'd maybe watch it, but you got to make Jay look cool. I mean, he's just a random Joe Schmo. I mean, we've seen some of those random Joe Schmoes and slashers, but got to make it unique. Got to make it rememberable. So, I mean, that's that's my thought. I mean, some of the kills are okay. Um, but yeah, it just, his character wasn't really memorable. He needed to maybe throw on, like, I don't know. I mean, I know the, uh, what do you call it? The, uh, like pantyhose over the face has already been done. That's kind of like, uh, what I've seen in like some of the, uh, home invasion movies. But I mean, he had to find something instead of just... Plain old face, plain t-shirt looking dude. Um, so that's my opinion on that part of the movie. Um, I don't know what else to say. I mean, um, this is your typical early 80s slasher. Kind of generic. Um, I don't know. I think I would rather watch like Friday the 13th or The Prowler or The Burning. One of those, if I had to go to an early 80s slasher, I'd probably have to go to one of those. Um, but yeah, um, you can find it for free on YouTube. I think there's a few versions on YouTube um, or multiple videos of the same movie. I guess there is another movie called Home Sweet Home from 2011. I don't know if that's... A remake or not, I didn't really look into it, or it could just be a totally entire different movie. I'm not sure, but um, that that's I think that's about it. Um, the next episode, we're gonna try to watch Psycho Scarecrow, which I believe it's a early '90s uh, straight to video type movie. Um, which I I think my wife is going to join me in on that one we'll see um, if she doesn't appear on here then she's probably busy with the baby or something but we're gonna, that's something we're going to try to watch together and do an episode together on um, just trying to see if there's any more information on this movie before I get off here not really seen anything significant so um yeah that's home sweet home i know this is kind of a short and sweet episode but my daughter is just <clears throat> going on a rampage around here and she's not letting me do this so i'm gonna have to cut off this but next up will be psycho scarecrow and hopefully i can pump that out today to make up for the lack of putting up these podcasts so hopefully you'll get a little double feature here and uh, something to throw on your playlist during work this week or however you watch this on the road. Whatever you want to do. Um, 
you can follow me at the rude ho- or, uh, oh my gosh I forgot my own handle um, you can follow me at the world of rude horror on Instagram or you can follow us directly at the rude horror podcast on Instagram one of those two if you need to get a hold of me and uh, maybe throw in like a an episode idea like a horror movie or a certain topic that's horror related just shoot me a message and uh, we'll try to make something happen so for now I'm gonna get off here and uh, watch Psycho Scarecrow hopefully peace out guys thanks for listening you have been listening to the Rude Horror Podcast if you like this content and would like to hear future episodes Please follow or subscribe if you dare. <laughs>